The Hebrew Bible lesson comes from the second book of Samuel, beginning with the first verse of chapter 6. This continues our series of readings from Kings and Samuel, stories out of the narrative of the life and reign of King David. David again gathered all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. David and all the people with him set out and went from Baalah Judah to bring up from there the ark of God, which is called by the name of the Lord of hosts, who is enthroned on the cherubim. They carried the ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. Yuzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, were driving the new cart with the ark of God, and Ahio went in front of the ark. David and all the house of Israel were dancing before the Lord with all their might, with songs and lyres and harps and tambourines and castanets and cymbals. It was told King David, the Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that belongs to him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with rejoicing. And when those who bore the ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed an ox and a fatling. David danced before the Lord with all his might. David was girded with a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. As the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, daughter of Saul, looked out of the window And saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. And she despised him in her heart. They brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in its place inside the tent that David had pitched for it. And David offered burnt offerings and offerings of well-being before the Lord. When David had finished offering the burnt offerings and the offerings of well-being... He blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts and distributed food among all the people, the whole multitude of Israel, both men and women, to each a cake of bread, a portion of meat, and a cake of raisins. Then all the people went back to their homes. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable unto you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. For those of you expecting a performance of Michael Flatley and his Celtic dancers of the Lord of the Dance Review, I apologize. Not only is Michael Flatley not performing today, The guy who is performing, 
is about as far away from the Lord of the dance as you can imagine. For if you've ever seen me near a dance floor, you know that one, I'm not a very good dancer. And two, I don't do much of it. But my wife likes to dance. So we have this covenant that I will dance with her at least once a year. Ruthie is very gracious about it. Accepting the once a year pledge is entirely adequate. It is not uncommon, however, for me to be a year or two in arrears with my pledge. But I have a couple of weddings coming up and we're going on a cruise later this summer. So I am confident that I will soon be current on my pledge. Dancing may be the oldest of all human art forms. Some even say dancing is the basis of all other art forms. For before humanity found charcoal, before the first crude flute was carved, even before the first spontaneous drama or song was heard, toddlers danced spontaneously, and men and women flailed their arms and legs, dancing for joy or dancing the dirge. And to the degree that dancing is still an expression of the mating ritual, dancing is also the oldest and most basic of our ties with the other members of the animal kingdom. Dancing is an old art form. Dancing originally was also a means of religious expression. In ancient cultures, everything was religious, especially an act so expressive of our deepest emotions. But somehow in modern times, dance has become separate from religion. And in some people's minds, even alien to religion. Such was the case a while back at a small and quite conservative church college in Iowa. Dancing was not permitted on campus. But the students kept trying. One year they approached the college president with the argument that dancing develops a beauty of movement and teaches charm, poise, and social grace. To their delight, the president said, you're right. You can have your dances. The men will dance on Monday nights and the women on Wednesday nights. Well, I doubt any of you think of dancing as a sin. But I also suspect few of you think dancing has much to do with our religious faith either. Even the children took them quite a while to get around to guessing that one which separates us from our ancient biblical forebearers for whom dancing was a religious experience. They were people who were not surprised that David danced before the Lord. The practice of Christians in Ghana who dance when they present their offerings and at other times in worship as well may be rooted in the traditional practices of the Bantu people of Central and Southern Africa. For the Bantu, the introductory question is not, how do you do, nor where are you from, nor even, what is your name? The question the Bantu ask is, 
What do you dance? For in their culture, what a person dances embodies one's tribe, one's social customs, one's faith, one's total being. All that a person is. It makes me wonder, what do we dance? David danced out of joy, total immersion in God. David danced in gratitude for the God he sang about in Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. For God founded it on the seas and established it on the rivers. That's what David danced. That is why David danced. But what do we dance? What do we celebrate? What are we joyous about? How exuberant is our worship? How fervent are our prayers? How joyful is the joyful noise we offer in song? What do we dance? David danced because he had a vision. A vision to provide a spacious and permanent home for the sacred Ark of the Covenant. David wanted to build a magnificent temple so that the Ark of the Covenant would no longer be housed in a tent out in the boondocks, but right in the capital city of Jerusalem. And to move the Ark from Baalah Judah, David led a procession of 30,000 honor guards, instrumental musicians and singers, all of them dancing before the Lord with all their might. Can you imagine such a celebration? David danced before the Lord, but his dance was also a dance with his people. The king shared a big feast with all the people. The story says, David distributed food among all the people, the whole multitude of Israel, both men and women, to each a cake of bread, a portion of meat, and a cake of raisins. How often in the church do we see ourselves choosing between celebration and social action? Between enjoying God's benevolence among ourselves or sharing that benevolent grace with others in need? David's dance demonstrates how false a choice that is. For his celebration extended from his courtiers to the village to the whole community. David's joyous celebration could not be restrained. Everyone was invited to the big dance. It was a nationwide celebration of distributive justice. The 4th of July, Thanksgiving Day, Christmas morning, Cinco de Mayo, Mardi Gras, and New Year's Eve all rolled into one. And all the people danced and dined on a feast of bread, meat, and fruitcake. And probably more than a little wine. What do we dance? Whom do we invite to the dance? Whom do we exclude from the dance? Confucius wrote 500 years before Christ, a nation's character is typified by its dancers. I wonder how our faith would fare if we judged it by what we dance and whom we invite to the dance. What do we dance? 
How exuberant is our worship? How fervent are our prayers? How joyful is the joyful noise we offer in song? Do we dance at the offering? What do we dance? You know, I think the real question is how can we not dance? The God whose earth is the Lord's and the fullness therein calls us to worship and to serve with our whole being, our hopes and our dreams, our loves, our best efforts, our deepest compassion, our most boisterous shouts. God is so good to us. How can we not dance? Simple Gifts, written by Elder Joseph Brackett of the Alfred Maine Shaker community in 1848, is a classic of American music. Aaron Copland used the tune in Appalachian Spring, and composer John Williams adapted the tune for President Obama's first inauguration. In 1963, Sidney Carter wedded this early American tune to a text he called Lord of the Dance. Carter's text is a 60s kind of song, somewhat irreverent, very contemporary, using fresh and provocative imagery. Jesus, the holy and righteous one, Jesus, the savior of the world, the Lord of lords and king of kings, is portrayed as the Lord of the dance. At first thought, this is a startling marriage a contemporary text and an old dignified shaker song. Unless you remember what the shakers were all about. Yes, they were a holiness sect. And yes, they made beautiful, simple furniture. But they got their name, the shakers, from their exuberant worship. Their joyous singing and passionate prayers and their reverent but unrestrained shaking. They're dancing before the Lord, who is the Lord of the dance. Once there was a wedding couple who brought in the finest fiddlers to entertain the guest. The music was so captivating that soon everyone, young and old alike, began to dance and dance with a great and joyful exuberance. Two men drove by the church where the wedding was taking place. Their windows were up, the air conditioning was on, and the radio was blaring. The men could hear nothing outside of the car. When they saw the wedding guests jumping around, they stopped their car, shaking their heads at the sight. What a bunch of weirdos, one said. See how they fling themselves about. The folks in that church must be crazy. Oh, that somebody driving by on Cary Street Road would have such a thought about us. For maybe, just maybe, they might dare stop in and find out how crazy we really are. Come, let us serve the Lord with all of our heart and with all of our mind and with all of our strength. And with all of our being, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness therein, 
the world and all those who live in it. Come, let us dance with the Lord of the dance. Amen.